The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, bronxpinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world. George's Box. Welcome to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And it's a good day to be a Yankee fan. It's a bad day to be a, a person on planet Earth because it is every day. I honestly, we record at 5.30 on Tuesdays. At 4.45, I asked my wife what day it was. <laughs> so there we are. There are no days anymore. No. And you know it's bad because I'm drinking at home. Which is a big deal. Yeah, I never drink at home. What are you having over there? Uh, this is a Dogfish 60 in a Yankee Stadium glass. There you so go. if you can see this right here, it's got all the streets. There you go. There's you know, a the place Bronx we won't be until 2021. Well, um, we'll see. You have like you have a beer distributor like across the street from you too. Right across the street, and he's still open. He says he's essential. I have one too. I have one like okay. a block. Are they, they're just all still open in Philly then, yeah, I Yeah, I mean, I just walked my dogs at 4. 30 and it was closed but it was open earlier in the day i see it open all the time maybe they're just doing shorter hours so ours is getting a ton of business people are in there every time i walk by yeah as i try to look at like stocks and like how to do this i'm like was there a supermarket stock i was supposed to buy um liquor store Uh, stock you know like supermarkets are killing it yeah too late now get stock in target (laughs) no i'm looking into shorting the housing market Okay, <laughs> that's my next week thing. I'm going to short the housing market and buy a house off of it because I think it's going to be a nightmare for a lot of people. Oh, it is. It is. I actually just got interviewed on ABC here in Philly. I was walking my dogs and they started asking me like they stopped me and started asking me, you know, hey, how you doing? Da, da, da. Um, 
and they were asking me all these questions, and it was tough. I feel bad, but like, uh, you know, hey, um, you know, how's it going? You know, are you out of work? No. Like all these things they're looking for. It's like no, like everything's like everything's pretty normal aside from the fact I can't leave my house. Like I'm, you know, I'm financially very lucky that my wife and I are still working. But so I don't know. They might not air it. And then the camera. There were a lot of those trucks around. Like I saw NBC Ten out when I was walking to Target. Like I feel like those news stations are just chilling on the street. Yeah, just trying to get people because, like, yeah, you know, there's less. I also downloaded the app Citizen, where like people report like crimes. So it's like I just get alerts of like a break in like two blocks away. Really Jamie has that. I'm like, why do you have that? Yeah, that just I, me crazy. <laughs> I got it yesterday, and I'm like, I don't want to know. Yeah, that's a nightmare. All right, so let's just dive into it. Yep. Today, we all woke up this morning with Jeff Passan uh, putting out an article. Uh, I believe Jeff Passan's a puppet, but he put out an article saying that Major League Baseball has a plan for right now to get baseball started up in May for a season that would start in June with everyone going to Arizona, utilizing 10 spring training facilities Chase Field and two college stadiums. So they would have 13 fields. Um, they would bring all these, all everyone that needs to go there, and we'll dive into what that means. Uh, to Arizona, they would be set up in hotels, food, everything taken care of. They would only go from the hotels to the stadium and back. Uh, and the idea being that. We would implement an electronic strike zone to allow the plate umpire to maintain sufficient distance from the catcher and batter. There would be no mound visits from the catcher or pitching coach, social distancing. Seven-inning double headers, which um, would allow us to get closer to a 162-game season. Regular use of on-field microphones for players as an added bonus for the TV viewer. And then the players and whatever staff would sit six feet apart from each other in the stands, not in the dugout, so that there would still be social distancing. This is the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard in my life. And I think that if you believe this is a good idea, you need to find something else in life to give you some kind of purpose because you are grasping at straws this feels personal and nick you love this idea i love it i love it you test everybody you get everybody into a concentrated space in arizona and look obviously aaron boone isn't going to sit in the stand six feet away from mike harkey and josh bard and, and, and all of his coaches that's not going to happen but if you get everybody there you test them all the players are clean. You play ball. Remember, you don't need beer vendors. There's no fans in the stands. You don't need the hot dog guys. You don't need any of those guys. The amount of people that you actually need to just play to play baseball, you know, it's nine on nine, a couple couple security guards, a couple grounds crew guys, and let's go. Let's play ball. June 1st. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. All right. So a number that I had heard floated was every team would get 50 people. Not players, but people. Okay. So that's your player. So whatever that roster is, let's say they go with a 30-man roster. I think you've just got to go 40-man. 
Maybe you have an active 25 or 26 a day, but you have to have all those people there. So then you get like 10 coaches. You need trainers. So like 50 doesn't even work. But if it was 50, you were talking from players alone, from like teams alone, 1,500 people. Then you need league staff, umpires, camera people, broadcasters, like the or maybe they could do the broadcast remotely, but you need camera people. Yep, you need some cameras there. So you need some production. I would imagine every game, if you had the announcers being remote and that part of the production remote, I'd say maybe at a minimum you still need 10 people on the production side, maybe five camera people. I know you probably need five camera people, five sound people, and you need some people in a truck, so maybe 15. Okay. You need umpires. You need four per game, you know, however many umpires there are. Um, you need staff to work these hotels. Okay. Aren't the hotels open regardless right now? Or is every hotel in America closed? I actually don't know that. I have no idea. But you need staff. You got to imagine like, you know, people are losing hours because like if a hotel isn't fully booked, it would go from not a lot of travelers to fully booked all the time. Mm-hmm. But with then, the same people, but you need those people, to, like that staff, those housekeepers. They can't go back to their families. Yeah, they'll live at the hotel too. So now you're asking five thousand people, maybe, to leave their families behind. Yes, for the you know what those five thousand people are going to have to suck it up for the three hundred million Americans that want to watch baseball. Okay, this is bigger than one or two people that, that have to leave their families for a couple of months. The country needs this. People need a distraction. I don't think the country needs this. I think you need this. <laughs> I think I think there's a lot of people on the internet who need this. And I think you guys need to find something else. Because I don't think we're getting baseball. We're the sport that has a chance. We're the only sport that really has a chance. No, I think the it. NBA has a better chance. I think if the NBA did – so this is not happening in May. It just can't happen. Because the idea is you've got to be able to test people all the time. And there are just like there are nurses and doctors who don't have tests, who can't get tested. So you can't you can't start that until everyone else can get a test. And if they can get that done in a month, I'd be very surprised. I agree that playing games in May is unrealistic. Like there are parts of this but plan. But you can't you have even to bring them together without them being like tested. And you've got to bring everyone together. Like everyone's got to be um like you know quarantined for two weeks. Tanaka is back in Japan. That's the hot spot now. Like he, I mean, I'm sure he's fine in a mansion somewhere, protected from everybody. You would think the prime minister or whatever he is of of England, Boris Johnson, would be okay. He's in intensive care, probably going to die. Maybe people will open up their eyes then. This is the best. This is the best possible plan no, that not. there is. You, do you have a better idea? I think this is the worst possible plan. My issue with this plan is there are so many holes in it, and I have – I can go on for forever on all these holes, is that this is a last-ditch idea, and it's too early for a last-ditch idea. This The idea of doing something like this and saying we're going to shoot for July, if they said, hey, we're shooting for July, I'm like, all right, well, maybe a lot of things can change in two months. But – to float this out there, which I think the league did through Passan, and then immediately there was backlash, and they put out like a thing like, oh, we're always talking. 
is like they were hoping that I, they just thought America was be like, fuck, yeah, that's sweet. Like, get back. They thought they have your reaction. They thought everybody would react like me. Like, right. this is going to be fucking great, dude. America needs this. War times. No. In war times, we send Ted Williams over to, like, shoot Koreans or whatever the war was then. Yeah, in the 40s. Yeah. Now, for okay, so you've got to get – wouldn't you have to get the buy-in from the players? And I did. Yeah, I got a quote from Adam Adovino that says he loves it. Yeah. Fucking Brooklyn trash Adam Adovino's. Oh, Italian from Brooklyn looking to leave his family. (laughs) Great. Shocker. Shocker. That's like putting Lindsay, like Lindsay Lohan goes to rehab. Show me a 25 year old who's not partying and doing coke. That's a headline. (laughs) You show me an Italian father in Brooklyn who wants to stick around and not leave for four and a half months, then I'll care. I'm sure we'll have other players. There was a quote from a- from Andy Martino that that he was quoting an anonymous player that was like, and I'd said something along the lines of, "Look, I'd love to stay in a hotel room, play video games, play baseball, order Postmates. It's kind of it's kind of our dream." And that was his quote. It's like that's our dream. I think the players are going to be all for this. Remember, if the players don't play, they don't get paid, and that is their num- money. Still rules the world. That is still their number one priority here is getting paid. And if they don't play, they don't really get paid. They are going to do everything they can. So they may support a half-ass plan like this. And I know it's a half-ass plan, but it's a plan. It's something. It's baseball on this TV. This is not a plan. This is throwing shit at the wall and hoping people like me and you will sort it out for them. I'll sort it out. No, you're not, because you're just like, let's go. Like, this is perfect. Great. Play landmines in the outfield. Play June and July there, and then, you know, maybe in August we get we can pack, you know, 40,000 people in Yankee Stadium so in August talk, September. Let's talk June and July. It's 120 degrees in Arizona. People didn't yeah. live there until air conditioning became prevalent, and now we're just going to do that away. It's that – so that, from a training standpoint, you need extra players. So then it gets into, like, you need minor leaguers. They need to stay fresh. So they need to still be playing, like, scrimmage games of some kind. So there's all those holes in that. But back to the players. I saw Passan uh, was on something. Get up, cold pizza. Who the fuck they all knows? suck, yeah. Um, and said, I was talking to a player. I asked him about this. And he said, no way. I'm not leaving my family. I wouldn't. I don't see that happening. Then the next day, that guy reached back out to him and said, talked it over with my wife. She said, if that's how you get paid, I'll see you in the bubble. Exactly. So we don't know the level of that player. I can tell you right now that Michael Trout is having a baby this summer. Okay. The Angels, I'm sure, have a private jet. They can fly him home to South Jersey. To watch his kid be born or wherever his wife still lives. I don't know if they live in Anaheim. Sure they do. Private jets. Done. So now he leaves the bubble and he just gets to come right back in without a quarantine? Yeah, test him when he gets back in. Make sure. But that's not how that works. Why not? Because it's 10 days till you would test positive. Mm. Well, you got me there. But yeah, I was thinking with the kids, you know. All right, Garrett Cole's having a kid. Takes a Steinbrenner jet home. You know, baby's born. Hey, it's healthy. Yay. Back on the mound. No. No. That's not going to happen. Like, that just doesn't work. And then, like, Tanaka was like, I don't feel safe in Tampa. I went to Japan. Now he's going to fly back and enter this, like, weird thing. He's got a one-year-old? Probably not. 
Think about the fringe players though. Think, all right, Tanaka makes $25 million a year. He yeah. can afford to chill a little bit. Yeah. But if you're, if you're one of the guys fighting for a, a spot on the 40 man, and this is your, you know, your only way to get paid and you want to establish yourself in the majors, I guarantee all those guys will play on Mars if they have to, just to get a paycheck and establish themselves. We're talking about the elites of the elite. Yeah. So I'm Cold saying track. if you don't have the stars, like if one of that, if Mike Trout just goes, no, I'm having a kid, I'm not going to do that. Like that should stop the whole thing. It might, but and and to be fair, I mean, we haven't heard any of the stars really yeah. comment on it yet. Yeah, we hear the guys who want the paycheck. And Every the majority- guy who's a bartender down the block from me wants to reopen and go back to work. Like, Those, but the, there's way more players, you know, at that fringe level, right? How many Garrett Coles and Mookie Betts are there? There's like 15 of those guys, and there are hundreds of guys making the minimum that will that will just like the bartenders on your block that just want to get out there at all costs. And if this comes to a vote, those guys will win out. Yeah, majority vote. I could still say I'm not going. I'm in a global pandemic. I'm not going. All right, sucks for the Angels. All right, they don't have could a child. Suck we're, for the Angels. I, I I think our guys will come regardless, and that I could just be so. totally blind. That could be so. total blind loyalty. Why would Garrett? Me. Why would Garrett Cole go? I'll be back next year. I've still got three hundred billion dollars coming my way. We got a champ. We got a championship to win this that's year. A it's, dude, it's different for us. It's man. not a championship. You're not winning a championship. Yes, it is. Oh, that's seven inning, seven inning high school games. Mike Harkey on the R two C two podcast said, "If we play a fifteen game regular season and we have to go thirteen to." Two, 13 and two to make the playoffs, and that's what we're going to do. I'm telling you, the players and the coaches are going. I don't care if it's a 10 game season. Go eight and two. If we are the last team standing holding up a trophy, we are the world champions. Spare me with the. It's not a real it's season. Not, it's not it's a real not, championship. It's not. Fuck that. It's not. I, I've I've listened to people degrade our championships my entire life. You know, in the in the early 90s and 2000s, it was steroids, and in 09, we bought the championship. Every championship we win is going to get disparaged by common fans anyway. I don't care what people say. If we're the last team standing, we're the champs. I don't think any teams would be standing because I don't think we're playing baseball. But this whole is it is it what what constitutes? An actual championship, I just think, is such a waste of time. You're playing; it's a different game. It's a di- you're playing a different sport. Not really. How? Just because it's in Arizona, seven, seven inning games. Is I, not, the way I read it was that not all the game. games. Not all the games will be only. So the now we're head. playing all different different length games. Oh, dude, we got to be flexible here. Look, a year ago, I was anti electronic strike zone. I, I was anti, you know, the mound visit rule. I was anti every rule. I was very old school. But but now with everything that's going on, you have to be flexible. So you're a playing, little bit. It's a different game. It's a different sport. You can't go. Okay, if so, let's go. Let's go through. So electronic strike zone. Okay. That technology is not there yet. Do you know that? For I mean, but I don't know. There were mess ups. It's in not the, ready. There were mess ups in the minor in the minors okay. last year. So it's okay. not like it's not a perfect science. The uh, like ability to like I would be more for you just have an umpire watching the game like the same camera view we watch and just call him ball or strike. Well, the whole that whole thing, just the the electronic strike zone thing, makes no sense with the social distancing. Because all right, somebody steals second, you got to tag him. There, it's impossible to play baseball without social distancing. So that. So, so if we're Normal doing up. that, if the umpire can't stand behind the catcher, we shouldn't be there. I think the umpire should ju- – I think they're going to do regular umpires as well. I don't think all of these bullet points that we have are actually going to – I think it will be some of them. Well, I don't think any of them are going to happen. I think everyone's going to be home. So then no mound visits. Like, I mean, well, what are we doing? I think both of those are like, well, then if it's too dangerous 
for two teammates to get dressed next to each other, but they can't talk to each other on the field, uh, or they can't sit in the same dugout, or the umpire can't be there, like, then we shouldn't be doing this. If I agree risk, that's contradictory. Too much of a risk. Okay. I agree that that's contradictory. That's why I don't think all of these things are going to be put into play. Like obviously the no mound visits is ridiculous and you can't play baseball without mound visits. I don't think they were going to enforce that rule the same way I don't think they're you're going to use an electronic strike zone. I think they'll have normal umpires out there in Arizona. Um if some umpires live in Arizona and they happen to be there, otherwise <laughs> the guys are going to be there. The on-field microphones is such a like if we could get them to like one thing, maybe we'll get them to like everything. Like everyone's gonna love that. Like, yeah. Can you imagine that. how popular baseball would be get if we're the only game in town and the players are mic'd up? Think about all the new fans that we're gonna get. It'll be like the '50s where baseball's king, we're the only sport, we're the only thing that anybody cares about. I mean, it is a golden opportunity to capture all of the sports market share among fans. Or it could go dramatically wrong because one player or one umpire gets sick and dies. The report said if one player gets it that they wouldn't, you know, completely shut it down. They would just, you know, get that player out of there. So South Korea is South Korea is being renowned as like they've handled this whole COVID thing the best. Um, They've just been like they did the the shutdown. They were able to flatten the curve the best. They're playing baseball now. Intra-squad games. Saturday starts their spring training. They've pushed things back, and the whole idea is one player gets sick, everything shuts down for two weeks. How many times can you do that? If one player gets sick, you can't, like, if one person in the Yankees clubhouse turns up like, I've got corona, everyone in there could have corona. Basically, three of them are going to. We got the IL. You throw them on the IL for two weeks. So you throw everyone on the IL, the whole team? Whoever gets it. We got depth. We have 39 IL stints. Next man up. So let's – all right. So they decide to kick this off, right? Let's yep. say hypothetical. They get all the other logistics that are never going to happen together. <laughs> Tanaka comes from Japan, which is a hotbed now. Mm-hmm. Adovino comes from New York. Hotbed for this shit. Like there are guys in New York. New York's like the hotbed of the planet for it. They are, they come, one of them turns up, you know, whatever it was on the last day, they're getting stuff for their family or whatever it is. A week later, <laughs> you got to shut everything down. If, if they test him and he comes back, you got to shut everything down. You can't. The report says that they're not going to do that, though. I agree that would that would slow everything down. But that's if you just, the reports it. say they're not going to. Is just that's just a bad idea in an article full of bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that's just you're ready to sit here on April seventh and just accept that there's going to be no season. I am not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. I can't do that yet. I'm more concerned with the good of the world, and I'm not. I'm more concerned with with getting 28. <laughs> there are so many people. As I watch like Twitter, who are just like I fucking, need- I <laughs> tweeted out like I just didn't think this is a good idea. Like I just I don't think there there are too many holes in this plan. You know, getting the people, the people who aren't making millions of dollars that would have to come into it. And I get it. If you're a fringe player and you're gonna get a um, like this is when you go from making twelve hundred dollars a month to making a half a million dollars a year. 
Like, that's big. That's life-changing money. What prevents me if I'm Adam Cole or no, Adam Cole? Sorry, Garrett Cole. I've been watching a lot of wrestling. It was WrestleMania. <laughs> um, Garrett Cole or whoever. Uh, whatever. Who's uh, Who has a big contract on a bad team? A big contract on a bad team? Mike Trout. Yeah. I'm Mike, Trout, I'm Mike Trout's too big of a pussy to do this. But, like, someone like that. All right, great, guys. I'm here. Uh, hamstring. I showed up. IL, pay me. I got to go. I'm not going to rehab here in a bubble. I got to go home. Pay me. You're saying they'd like if know, I'm a get player, injured. On- if I'm a player, oh, hamstring. That's it. Pay me. I showed up. You say I got to play to get paid. I showed up. I got injured. You still got to pay me. I don't think you know, player, you know, these guys have pride. You got to remember. I don't think players are going to be faking injuries to they have cash pride paychecks stay home and with bounce. Their families. Oh, come on. Got, got money to make, championships to win, awards, incentives, signing bonus. You're making the money. You're getting paid because you're injured. Dude, these guys are, are, are these guys are alpha males. They have a ton of pride. They want to be out there on the field. I mean, all right, every once in a while you get a Carl Pavano, a guy who's just going to like doesn't have any interest in actually playing and just wants to sit on the IL and cash their check. But most of these guys have some have some personal pride in terms of their performance. It's their livelihood. I disagree. I think a lot of these guys are here to get paid. I mean, we see it time and time again. They want the most money, but I mean, they want to be out there doing their best and, and putting up numbers. Dude, think about like the the Gary Sanchez's, the Aaron Judges, these, these arbitration guys that haven't hit free agency yet. You know what a lost year will do to them? It, it, like a lost year hurts everybody. It hurts everybody financially. It hurts everybody performance wise. Getting getting jobs, everything. Like these guys don't want to lose a year. And for us, this is our window. Do you know? What, okay, JJ, this is our window. We have know, a three year window. Do you know what dying does to you? Your value? It's very bad. If you die, <laughs> your contract. Say, you're telling me, Zach Ranky, who doesn't want to pitch past September first. Is going to not just show up and be like, oh, I don't know. Like, he didn't show up to spring training when spring training started on time. Okay. He feel like He's a kind of a unicorn in terms of, of personality. I mean, everybody. You give an easy out. You tell me I can make $20 million by leaving my family for four and a half months, living in a fucking Marriott. Because, like, how many good hotels are there in the Phoenix area that they could take over? i never been to Arizona. And then you've got – then there's also the negotiation to play in 120 degrees in front of no fans with like maybe – like it's not going to be – we'll agree it's not going to be the social distancing that they're laying out but like some kind of social distancing going on. I'm just not going. I hope you're ready to stay up late because we're going to be watching a lot of 10 p.m. Yankee games out of Arizona on Pacific time. That's the other thing is like when are these games going to be? You could do – see what I think. I think they're going to have three – you could almost go three time slots. You go 4 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern, which is I guess 1, so 4, and 7 four, on seven. there. So 1, 4, 7 on there. 120 degrees. The nine, 1 o'clock games would suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a Tuesday. It's 120 degrees and I'm in fucking Arizona eating ketchup and egg noodles as spaghetti. Get out of here. The four o'clock and the seven o'clock is fairly reasonable. It's not like midday heat can make <laughs> yeah, it work. Aren't some of those stadiums – look, the Diamondback Stadium has a roof. Yes. 
That's one. Do, do any do any of the others? No, they don't build spring training fields with domes. I don't know. You mentioned college stadiums. They you don't mentioned build college, college stadiums. stadiums with domes. Sometimes. No. Is there a college, right, single so. college team that has a dome? For yeah, the Idaho Vandals. Ah, uh, uh, baseball. I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking about. football. Syracuse has one. Yeah, what are we talking about? Great. Yeah, Drexel's got a gym. You can't play in there. They want to make this work, man. They are going to work really hard to make this work, and I'm, they're not going to mail it in easy. Who's to say that in Ju- June 15th that it won't be safe to play? Maybe it will be safe. Maybe I, we can't even have fans there. I <laughs> Fans on June 15th. So also, um, the trajectory, a while. the trajectory of all of this is that, like, this is the I guess they're calling it like Death Week, like, you know, this is when people are we're gonna see like deaths like dramatically increase, but like the peak for it in Arizona is in mid May. That's what they're projecting. I thought isn't May first the national? Kind of the, supposed to be the national peak. And there's a lot of supposed to be's. I mean, everything. Yeah, that came from the president. Everything the president has said has been wrong. That's true. Like, I agree. One one area will. will yeah, he's will been wrong 100 percent of the time. We're supposed to be back open on Sunday for Easter. Francesca wanted us open April 6th. April 6th. Which it is was yesterday. the deadliest yeah. day we New York has had. So you're very obviously you're very against this getting together in May. Could you see them getting together? In mid-June for a July start? Like, are you just against Arizona totally? Or No, so I'm not against Arizona totally. I'm not against empty stadiums. I'm not against them figuring out a way to play something. But if you tell me that your plan is May and you floated that publicly, because I've said all along, I thought that they had, we've got a, from the beginning when it was like, everything's pushed back two weeks. We have a, everything's pushed back two weeks schedule. Then we've got a May, June, July schedule. But you're telling me that you're shooting for the the we get there in May, start playing in June right now when New York's having its highest death day. That's just not, it's not happening. Like you're it comes across as greedy from baseball. And I get it. There's a lot of money on the line. But again, like we're talking about millionaires and billionaires. Like that's you know, that's billionaires figuring out how to get millionaires to come to work and millionaires asking billionaires what concessions they'll make to get them to come to work. <laughs> yeah. And we've had more people die in New York than 9-11, which people we get have. upset about, but that's a measuring stick. If you didn't live in New York on 9-11, that's why you could be like, oh, I don't give a You lived in New York on 9-11, you, that's a measuring stick. I use 9-11 as a measuring stick for a ton of shit. You moved to New York after 9-11, you're not a New Yorker. You probably like fucking spinach on your pizza. Like that's just like that's just how it is. That's we stopped taking applications then. Is this a public negotiation though? I mean, look, they float this out mid May. They get a lot of backlash. They come back and it's end of June, July, and people could be like, oh, you know, they made some concessions. Like this could just be a public negotiation. You said Passon's a puppet. Yeah, that's exactly that could be exactly what they're doing. But like, it's a bad negotiating day. Like you picked a terrible negotiating day. The day. Yeah, I don't after. love the timing. I, I don't love. I don't love the timing, obviously. But it, it, you don't. Have, you got to admit, it was nice to get some sort of update that was kind of in the positive I, direction. I, I think it was a negative direction. I think we're further away than we were yesterday. 
Ah, uh, no. See, I disagree. I, I think at least talking about it gets us gets us closer. No, because I think so. I assume that they're talking about it. We don't need to be talking about. It. They need to be talking about it. And I assume they are talking about it at all times. And it turns out they are talking like morons. So we are further back. Do you think they've discussed? So this is the first kind of plan that's been leaked. Do you think? Can you think of any other? Obviously, basic plans that have maybe been discussed. Like, do you think Florida has been discussed? Do you think it's been Florida, dis- but Florida is a fucking hot mess. Yeah. It's just the worst state. So it's not like, going it, to work. It's going to blow. And like I've said all along, Phoenix, they're all like everything in Arizona is in the Phoenix area. So it's all like a couple miles from each other versus Florida. It's more spread out. You got buses. You got to drive through places. You've got garbage people everywhere. Right. Um, we covered that. Yeah. 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 I remember that. And like they were very late into the, the stay at home. Governor DeSantos has, you know, screwed the poo. He fucked up too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the like. Let's see. Does Arizona have a stay at home? Like, I, there are places in the country that, uh, yeah. So Arizona has had a stay at home for a week. I like. I like to imagine there are parts of the country like some small town in like Montana or something where people are just living their normal lives. And Arizona, I think to a certain extent was probably like that. Oh, I thought would be like that, but you know, I just don't see it happening. Well, would you rather everybody just, you know, we open up at Yankee stadium in front of no fans and everybody plays at their normal, no, know, so, normal state. No. So like, I'm good for like, I think, like people, like society does need something. We need something to rally behind. I think the easiest thing would be an NBA All Star game. I don't care about basketball. I know you NBA don't care. NBA All Star game. Who gives a shit? About I'm talking about smaller rosters, less people. And I think baseball needs, if basketball does something, it makes it easier for baseball. An exhibition game is not going to get the people going. You got to remember the NBA is not going to play playoff games and finals games in front of empty yeah, arenas. Like the. I don't think I don't think they would do that. If you I, could I, be the I, only game in t- if you're the only game in town and miss out on off miss out on finals revenue. It's the same way that the, and Major League Baseball you're is going to play so a World much Series more TV revenue. I know. I just don't I I just cannot picture, you know, LeBron James or you know, Giannis or whoever just playing a finals game in in an empty arena. Like I I think if anything the NBA would wait until Why not? You know, they grew I, up playing in front of nobody. They grew up playing on true. fucking you know, you end up playing pickup basketball. You're playing for no one. Long time, you know. Long, that was a long way away for most. A of those long guys. way away, but like if you, there at least you're talking about for baseball players, like oh, we've got the potential to possibly be there. You're talking about two guys whose teams are in first place, who are like we're right there, we're on the doorstep. Uh, LeBron only has so many years left. He's 36 years old, and I think like we talked about last week. The idea of moving the NBA to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I thought like if the NBA could go to Vegas where it's, you know, there's already, you know, I would assume some kind of relationship because of gambling and stuff like that. You've got the facilities that are there. The hotels are shut down as it is. And if you and you've got much smaller rosters, you're cutting rosters in half without having to expand like baseball you've got to go to like 30 some people so it's less than half the people if you could do that on that smaller scale then it and you're only utilizing four facilities versus baseball 
utilizing, they're talking about 13 facilities. 13. You're talking an indoor sport versus outdoors in Arizona. I think if the NBA were to do that, that there's a lot that could be learned from that with less risk because it's less people. And there's so much, and there's so much closer to being done. And that obviously, that's kind of where the comparison is. I mean, their regular season was 90 percent done. Can you imagine? This was September 20th. The Yankees were 96 and 45, or, or whatever. You know, season's yeah. about to end. And then this happened. I would have. Oh my God, I, I can't even imagine. That's yeah. the only way this could be worse. You would be the old men at the end of uh, was it trading places. We're like, turn the machines back on. Get this going. I would be insufferable to be around. Like I, I would just be a miserable person. I don't think anybody would want to be around. I mean, I wouldn't blame them. But just, now I'm thinking like, you know, at least they, uh, for these other sports like basketball and hockey, at least their fans got to enjoy some games. We might get nothing. You know, they got to go to their opening nights, their opening days and yeah. have their all-star games and do some stuff. Like they got, they got some of the fun and we're getting, we're getting zero. I mean, we didn't even make the spring training. It's like, damn. And it stinks. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not happy about this. I think I'm just being rational and like reasonable about it. If we get any baseball, I will be surprised. Okay. I'm the hopeful. and Or I'd be fine with like, dude, like a 54 game season or 32. Like, just give us something. Then we'll figure out debating who won it, like if it's a World Series or not and all that stuff. But I just don't see us getting – you're not. We're not seeing base, baseball games that count in June. Not doing it. You These you might be right there. You might be right there. Can you imagine the chaos though? If they just let's say they really you know they're conservative, they wait you know kind of like how you want or how you think, and let's say they don't do anything until like August fifteenth, and they're like, okay, we're gonna do a World Baseball Classic style tournament. You know, everybody plays. I don't know, 25, 30 games. I don't even know what they do, and then we go right into the playoffs. Like, could you see that happening at the normal stadiums? I don't know about normal stadiums because I think if we're that far away from doing anything, so like, because there is, it's clear that you know, baseball, like anyone else, like everyone wants to get some money, and if you get to the point of like we're waiting until August fifteenth. To start opening shit up. That's not happening mm -hmm. at home. That's still happening. Like, they'll, if you can open on August 15th in the Bronx, we could open on June 15th in Arizona or, or on July 15th in Arizona. And then there becomes like, you know, do you start the season in Arizona and then have like two off days for a mass exodus as all these team planes and like trucks of equipment? make it across the country? Well, that was my initial, that was actually my initial thought when I saw the report and, and I thought, and I came to this conclusion in like 30 seconds with very little thought, but I, my brain went, okay, play June and July in Phoenix at the trade deadline or, you know, that time, obviously there won't be a trade deadline, but end of July, everybody breaks, goes home, play August and September in the, in, on a normal schedule. So it's almost like a half and half, two months in Arizona, two months normal, head right into the playoffs. I mean, over the next two weeks, I would say conservatively, 10,000 people in New York are going to die. So now it's mid-April, 10,000 people just died in two weeks. I just don't see Yankee Stadium, like because of a disease that's out there. I don't see Yankee Stadium or City Field being ready in August. 
I do think now, obviously, New York is four its own. Fans. It's its I'm own animal. Four New York, fans. New York's its own animal, right? I mean, we packed, we're taking subways, trains, and most people going to Yankee games are taking public transportations. But, you know, people in Milwaukee, people in Phoenix, people in other, you know, smaller markets, they're just driving to the games, parking and walking in. Obviously, Yankee Stadium is going to be a death trap, literally, you know, with, with COVID and everything because of how, I mean, you know, we've sat on the subways where we're, you know, practically making out up against the friggin'. You we know, were drunk. We were drunk. It was one time just to see how it felt. But you know how it is, like being on the subway after a game or something. It's crazy. And it's the exact opposite of social distancing. So I, I just think when you compare – like we look at everything in the Yankees bubble, which I, I continually reference. Yankee Stadium, getting there, going to a game there, it's a different animal than most of these other stadiums where you just drive it up and walk in. Yeah. I mean it would be easier to open you know, Citizens Bank Park than Yankee Stadium. Exactly. But then again, you got the animals here who throw up on each other. So, that's like, true. you know, there's problems with everything because then let's say you have, let's say you open a stadium August, September. Let's say they come up with a plan, which I don't think is going to happen, where they start on July 1st in Arizona and then they play September in everyone's stadiums, right? And they let fans in. Just need one guy to just. Be drunk and just <coughs> I a corona I coughed on you. <laughs> People I mean we Yankee Sam are throwing tall boys at Astros fans at the urinal. Yeah. One Astros fan, the Astros come <coughs> shut the fucking whole stadium down. That person's arrested for terrorism, because that's what they do with this. Now you pretend to have corona and cough on someone, you're a terrorist now. Like and so you gotta shut the whole thing down. Now we had a terror attack. Uh, it's it's obviously tricky when you start to think about fans and everything. I just like like I know that I, I don't have a hundred percent foolproof logic here, but I also at the end of the day I cannot picture Rob Manfred just saying, "All right, we're packing it in." See in twenty twenty one, I do not see him giving up all that revenue, even if it's a half assed plan, even if it puts people in danger and puts people at risk. I think we are going to do something, man. I hope they do do something. They're not going to do what we everyone's been talking about today. And I, Only one way to find out. We're going to find out. I just think it's such a, such a bad idea that it worries me. Last week, we were we had no updates, right? We had no possible dates. At least this week, we're talking about something. We've seen a proposal. Like, wheels are churning a little bit, man. I just, I'm happy to see some momentum. But that's the same thing. It's like, all right. So this idea is like you've got your girlfriend, your wife, whoever it is. And you're sexually attracted to each other. You guys are hot and heavy. You get it on. You guys fuck. You guys mm-hmm. love it. Maybe she wears something sexy. You work out. Everything's fucking hot. You've got stamina. You got a strong back. And then one and then one day she's like, How about instead of all that that you're used to, you get a hand job from a glory hole. And maybe it's me on the maybe it's good. Maybe it's me on the other side. Like that's what this <laughs> idea is. Maybe. And in, and in this weird fucked up comparison, I would say that's better than nothing. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just people too horny. People yeah, too horny I, I, for baseball. Yeah, that, that's me for baseball. You're yeah. horny for baseball. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in the it's better than nothing category. I, 80 games is better than nothing. You know, no fans is better than nothing. Being able to watch on TV is better than not being able to see anything at all. Like that's where my brain stems from all this is I just want to see something. I cannot do a whole summer. Like what are we going to do? Be in our houses. No I just, good. No I go. S- I sit in my backyard. 
I just go out there and sit there for like 15 minutes. I'm going for long dog walks, trying to hit my 10,000 steps. I am. This is a great time to to own a dog. Like I'm not generally jealous of people that have dogs. But like this would be a great time to have a dog. I feel like dogs are the real winners here because they get their owners home all day. They get everyone home. Yeah. I mean, so far, dogs haven't gone corona. Tigers have. Yep. So I wonder uh, how Joe Exotic's handling that prison. I wonder if anybody told him. We're going to uh, – well, he's been sequestered for um, – they thought he had it at first, but he's been quarantined. Really? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. You're still following him pretty uh, – you're, you're keeping up to date. No, it's – I mean it was on the news. It's tough okay. in prison. Prisons, it's a big problem right now. But before we talk about that, currently there's no NBA, NHL, or Major League Baseball, as I've been saying, and you might think there's nothing left to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online. Still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. Open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props, entertainment, bet, and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit their website and join today. Receive a hundred percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Honestly, it was fifty. It's gone up to a hundred. If you're going to do this, get in at a hundred before it goes back down to fifty. Once things start opening up, once the bubbles built in Arizona, that probably goes back down to fifty. So get your bet online going. Be sure to use promo code Blue Wire. That'll get you your hundred percent bonus. Bet online, your online wagering experts. So yeah, go to betonline.ag. Check them out. Bet on some table tennis or. Or something in Turkey. But I don't think you better on baseball. Not in June. Um, yeah, no, the Tiger thing. Um, yeah, Joe Exotic. I mean, it's just like the most popular thing. So, you know, it it's all over Twitter and, and whatever. But there's the one at the Bronx Zoo. And I was supposed to go to a wedding at the Bronx Zoo last weekend on the 28th. And I remember talking to you like a week or two before you'd be like, yeah, my buddy's not worried. He, he thinks it's still going to happen. And Dude, we were not like, worried. Oh, okay. Thought it was going to happen. Not only that, but I found out yesterday someone who would have been at that wedding was totally fine the day that the wedding would have been three days later in the hospital. Would the have been a rough wedding. wedding. The whole wedding would have been exposed to Corona. I have a friend, one of my friends, her mom, totally like just a normal mom whatever got corona dead in a week just died last week like this shit's yeah, a motherfucker tough. like there are people who are asymptomatic there are people who like get it and it's a flu it's a bad flu it's an easy flu whatever it is like my sister went through it whatever but there are some people who like that shit just slaps different and it's you know a matter of like pre-existing condi- we all have pre-existing conditions you know like everyone has something so right your sister good, by the way? Yeah, like no. Like symptom she, free now? Okay. Boom. It was two weeks. Back to work. Two weeks, she said? That was her, it, like how long she felt symptoms? No, less. But they made her like stay home a little longer. And okay. then they were like, boom, now you're back to work. And she's a manager of a bookstore. So they were like, yeah, you're back at work. On Monday, 4.30, gets a phone call. Need you to fire everyone. Oh, my God. First day back. 
That's brutal. It's tough. I want to talk about I want to talk about this from a Yankee perspective. So this is a Yankee podcast, right? And one of the biggest misconceptions that I hear from fellow Yankee fans is when they talk about how long our window is and how young this team is and how much time we have. When the reality is that we have a two to three year window to win a championship before things will start to go south. Judge, we talk about him all the time. He's already 28 body that probably will break down. Yeah. Sanchez. He's 27. He's got a body and the position that he plays and the injuries that he has had where he'll probably break down soon. Giancarlo Stanton clearly <laughs> has not aged well. Seve's already had Tommy John. This is the These are the prime years for us to get out of Garrett Cole. So it's like, you know, these fans are like, we're going to be around in 2023 and 2024. We'll still be great. Like the window is not that long. And that's what I've tried to stress to everybody. And that's another reason why I really think this year is really important for us. Yeah. I mean – like you're you're not going to hear a debate from me on the window. Okay. I think like we signed Garrett Cole for two windows and like there's a dead period in the middle. Like now we could go Yankees and, you know, try to buy our way in the middle. But, mm-hmm. you know, year four of this contract is, you know, it's going to be him. Like he's the show. That's how this works. Him and Glaber at that point. Yeah. I think we're built to win. I like, I you know, I know it's the things like the Yankees are built for this you make seven innings great our starters have to go fucking four innings yeah awesome that it, really benefits us i mean it's a different <laughs> seven game. Inning thing. it's a different game then and you know lemay but even lemayhew he'll be 32 in july i think hicks is 30 like in 2017 and like everybody got obsessed with the, the baby bombers term which i think is corny to begin with but and i think everybody still kind of looks at this team that way when in the reality is most of these guys are already in their prime entering their prime or coming out of their prime glaber's really the only one that's like you know still a kid um and obviously they have dominguez down there but he's not he's not part of this yet so i i just think people really need to look long and hard at the roster how old these guys are when their contracts are up and just know that we, we don't have a 10-year window here it's more like two or three Let's be honest. I mean, Jason Dominguez is, what, 17 years old? Yes. He crushes batting practice pitching and mm-hmm. other, like, the guy hasn't even played single A. So, like, Correct. we are, we're still a ways away on that one. So, it's like. And of the guys up there, Glaber's the only one that's a kid. The rest of them are, you know, 28, 29, 30. Like, like this is our time. And, and I'm not saying it's a, it's not an old team, but it's not really a young team anymore either. Chapman, the closer, is 32. He's a key part. So in 2017, they were a super young team, and I agree, and even 2018. But for me, once 19 hit, it was like, all right, the window is kind of like – Because contracts, people have to get paid at some point too. Right. And is, are, is everybody like, is Gary, I mean, you know, we don't have max contracts, but in, in, for our terms, is Gary going to get a max and judge going to get a max and you know, everybody else has got to get extended at some point. Then you get into like, now you've got a long Gary contract, so you can't sign your shortstop. Right. No, there's a lot of play and that. And that's why a lot of people, you know, despite Stanton, Stanton's tax hits really only 22 million a year. It's really not terrible, but that's why a lot of people, I guess, give Stanton a hard time because of his contracting because we haven't really paid any of the homegrown guys yet. And the two guys we paid, Hicks and Severino, haven't played since we paid them. <laughs> so it's been a little bit of a rough ride. Yeah. It's, you know, it like you're not going to get an argument from me that like it okay. isn't in the Yankees' best interest to be playing baseball yeah. this season to win a championship. I just think like I want the Yankees to be playing. I think some people maybe 
get this wrong from like the the shit that I tweet. Like I want the Yanks to be playing. I want them to play baseball. I wanted to go to Tampa. I haven't unpacked my suitcase from Tampa. I my luggage was packed and my suitcase. I took out my toiletries thing. I have not touched anything else that's in there. I've got. So bef- I could go and get on a plane right now with that suitcase. You're ready to go. I could go to a warm temperature. I go to a warm climate. Actually, I could probably go to any climate. I think they have jeans in there. Like, but, but it's just not happening. Before that day, I thought the most depressing thing was, you know, just unpacking in general. And then I found out the most depressing thing is unpacking from a trip you never even got to go on. And I did it same day. I, I can't believe you've still let it linger. Like, I had to just do it same day and just kind of flush it. Dude, it just sits there, too. Like, it just. Mocking you. Yeah. And like I've thought about like, oh, I should put it away, but like then then I just don't. But hey, if the Yankees open up in Arizona and they let fans hop in on a plane, you got your suitcase ready. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to go to baseball games. I got I got shirts to go out, I got shirts to go to games, I got jerseys in there, I'm ready. But Oh man. I just don't it it was like it was just such a bad it's the idea that i saw today was just such a bad idea that i just don't trust them to come up with a good idea when did you get to the point where you're like i don't think there's going to be baseball at all was it i know last week you were kind of hinting at it on the show yeah yeah okay i mean and it's not because of baseball it's because like i'm watching the news i'm watching other sports like i'm watching the nba because the nba i think is the key to open this up earlier like if I the NBA just extent, cancels, but they need to be inside. They need to be inside. Isn't it a little? No, not a little different. No, not really. That was another blind faith thing that I was just. Yeah. Like for. open air, only old people, not babies or like the not kids is like the three dumbest things. Obviously, we agree that the NBA is the most progressive lead and that they, they would take the lead on thing. But it is a different situation being that like I, like we, we talked about the fans. Like I think MLB could accept, pl- accept playing some early regular season games without fans. I don't think that the NBA would accept playing playoff games without fans. Like I just don't see it for where they are. If they were at the beginning of their season and the roles were reversed, sure, I could see them going, you know, no fans to open it. But I, I just can't picture Le- see LeBron in a finals game, like I said. So no fans. But now let's say, okay, so whatever the revenue is for like in a stadium, right, of people coming in. So instead of that sea of people you see behind the scorer's table, what if it just said like State Farm or something like that? Like you can make that up. Like yo, we are the only sport playing. We're the only game on. You can make up a lot of that money. And also, I mean, I say this all the time. Would you rather have 70% of something or 100% of nothing? Well, that's my argument on having having baseball, having something. Yeah. Maybe they will. I mean, obviously, we don't know anything yet. The only thing that's still happening is the NFL draft. But that's happening not in person. Virtually, virtually. But it, it's still a sports night. Like, I, I know you said you're not a big, like, draft guy, but it's something to watch. Dude, fuck it. You could probably just go on YouTube and watch a, a graduation if you just want to hear him say names. <laughs> like, that's all it is. Just start fucking going. To, they're doing virtual graduations now. You just want to hear him read a list? Steve, I think that's I'll do a big it for night. you. 
You want it's me to call a semi return to normalcy, though. People can talk about the draft. They'll all watch the draft. So far, from, about the draft until some GM's kid kicks out the fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's so funny. You're because you told me you're a Giants fan. Like the Giants general manager Dave Gettleman, he's like seventies, this old, you know, fat old school guy, and like the jokes about him trying to set up a work from home system and do this virtually. Like the jokes I saw on Giants Twitter were just hysterical. Like picturing these old ass white GMs trying to. Where do I plug this into? Yeah, no, it's going to be fucking uh, – I I might watch to see it fall apart. Um, But I don't know, man. This whole thing sucks. You got a haircut. I did. I did. Kind of look like Macklemore. A little bit. Like it's not a bad haircut. Has Jamie no. ever cut your hair before? No. I mean for the first, for the first run, it was good. I was do- avoiding it for a while. Like she would try to like – corner me or like lock down a time to do it and i would like make excuses and then eventually i mean what you got me what do you got you got four weeks ahead of you you can't run the ball yeah that long. yeah that's <laughs> there was, like there was, big cat said that analogy i think it's great. he goes we're all just running the ball we're all just trying to kill the clock like whatever kills 15 minutes it's so true and originally i told her i was like look just do a regular buzz cut i'm not going to see anybody anyway and she was like no no we'll do a real haircut so she did uh you know, she buzzed the sides and then she took the, you know, the uh, scissors from the kitchen and was like cutting the bangs. There you go. I mean, it doesn't look it doesn't look bad. I have bought my barber shop did um, they started selling like gift cards mm-hmm. or like they sent an email. out. I guess they probably always sold gift cards. And so I bought my next three haircuts and then I tweeted. So I bought three haircuts worth of gift card, gift certificate. And I tweeted, I bought three haircuts. I'll glad, I know my barber follows me. I just don't know his handle. If you, um, see this, I'll gladly trade all three of those to be the first in the chair when everything comes back. Uh, okay. And the so guy who owns three the barber, haircuts for one. Yeah. The guy who owns the barber shop, uh, follows me too. I didn't know. And he just replied, he was like, we can do that. <laughs> Let's do it. And you'll have the time too, because you'll be on you'll be on leave. My barber also cuts two guys who are wrestlers for AEW, which is like the alternative to WWE. Mm-hmm. And um, so I actually like two weeks ago, I turned on my website. Like, you don't even watch this. I was like, yeah, I want to see if these guys are getting fucking haircuts. Like, what's going on? <laughs> they secretly opening up in the middle of the night. And think about my barber I mean, was those like guys three blocks have- from me. I'm trying to be like, dude, just come in my backyard and fucking cut my hair. Do you reach out and ask for that? No, because like, because then if I pop out, like, I'm very much promoting social distancing and like doing the right thing. So I can't all of a sudden like have a haircut and it's like a perfect haircut. Like if I have something that's a little off, like you got a haircut, but I know you didn't go get a haircut. So it's like, right. you know, so I think I'm just letting it go. I'm just like, I might have my wife clean up my neck just because it feels like a little gross and I got Chewbacca yeah. neck. But mm-hmm. my goal is to get to – like this may just change my life. I may just be a long hair guy after this. My dad – wouldn't like that. My dad has my entire life uh, – my dad has like to at least his shoulders a ponytail, like long hair. Okay. I'm not going to do that, but I do want to hit the point where I can wear one of those like thin like maybe women's headbands, like a European like soccer player. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that would be cool. <laughs> It's not going to look the way I want, but the barber shops, the bars. I'm trying to think like what other places are going to be flooded. I mean, the 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 haircut and barbershop places might be number one. Like there are people that get their haircut once a week. Yeah, I'm every. I do like every two weeks or so. Really? See, I'm a once a month 
I, sometimes I go three weeks. It depends like what I have going on. Um, there was a point where I was going like where I, I used to go every week. It's like, fuck it. When I was a young single guy going every week, I'm going every Wednesday. I would go on Wednesday, get my hair cut. And then by Friday, it's like, you know, I feel comfortable with it. Okay. Two days to accept it. Yeah. Or like when I lived with guys, you know, I'd go every two weeks, but every week we do, we'd give each other shape ups. Ah, interesting. Like now, do you make an do you make an appointment every time, or are you walk in? Okay. Now I have like the place I go to now. You have to make an appointment online. They don't even have a phone. That's awesome. That makes it so easy. See, I can I can't imagine like the people that go without appointments. Like, it's the unknown. I don't want to sit there for an hour. So now waiting. I don't. But like, I grew up in the Bronx, where like that was just a place to hang out. It was a barber shop. Okay, you go in there. Yeah. you go. You hang out. Maybe you got to wait an hour and a half to get a haircut. But like someone's smoking weed, someone's like selling bootleg DVDs. Like that was the shit. I feel like that's a thing that's kind of changed over time. Like you don't really see people hanging out. And maybe maybe it's just a New York thing. But like in Philly, I don't really see that. My barber shop has some people who do because they have a cooler full of be- they have a refrigerator full of beer. Okay. But like I don't really drink unless I'm getting drunk. So like I never take them up on it. I used to go on Saturdays to get my hair cut. And there were two other guys who I met who like we all went every other week. I just like became friends with them through there. I think I've seen them like one time since. Um, but we went like every couple weeks. We were there at the same time. Uh, and we'd hang out. Like I'd show up early if I knew they were behind me or whatever. We'd just hang out and drink and then go about our days. Um, but then my barber switched to just Monday through Fridays because he was training to be a pro wrestler. <laughs> it was th- that's how he knows the other wrestlers, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so I'm hopefully I'm first in line for a haircut. We'll see. I think you should, and and I know people are doing that with restaurants too. You know, buying gift cards to their favorite favorite restaurants. It's like giving them a loan. I'm down to like for something like that. I get. I've seen people doing like, hey, I started this GoFundMe for. My, um, you know, like this bar I really like, um, like my buddy, like KFC from Barstool, he did for Rathbones on the Upper East Side in New York, which is a bar mm-hmm. that I love and I hung out in a ton of times. But now at 35 years old, I'm not giving money to a GoFundMe for some bar that charges $10 for a Bud Light. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you tell right. me a bar that's selling $3 Bud Lights, I'll throw them some money now because they've been doing the good thing. They've been fighting the good fight and I get it. They have to charge that because their rent's too much, and it's like whatever. So the cycle's broken. I'm not going to contribute to it. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's sa- it's the same thing people are saying about the airlines. It's like you know the airlines gouge everybody, charge you fifty dollars if you want extra leg room, another fifty dollars if you want to get on the plane early, and now they want now they're they want out. bailout money. Yeah. yeah, they're bailed out. Um, and so like I thought with the bailout, it should also be like anything that you know, like we have credits from like like we were going to Tampa, so like mm-hmm. I have credits. I booked my flight there back in November, and I booked my other flight in, like, February. So I have to use the November credit by November something and the other one by December. You got bailed out by the government. I should be able to use that whenever the fuck I want. I thought it was you have to book by then. You have to travel have to by travel then? travel by then. So, like, I have oh, shit. whatever, like, a hundred and something dollars that, like, I have to spend by the end of November. Otherwise, I won't use And I'm probably not going to get on a plane. Right. It's total bro. And of course they, you know, they only give you credits. There were no yeah. cash refund. I mean, I had, I had that with Amtrak, you know, how many, you know, I had a bunch of Amtrak 
trips booked for the Yanks. And, you know, what am I going to do with Amtrak credit if there's no Yankee games? It's the only thing I use it for. Well, it's all the fucking bail, like the bailing out the cruise lines. And it's like none of you are American companies. You are all like foreign, foreign things. And now like the big they thing do is that for taxes, right? Yeah. All the cruise companies. No, do. it's not for taxes. It's uh, for minimum wage. Uh, there's only one cruise ship that is registered to America and they have to pay the minimum wage of like seven fifty or whatever. Everything else is for somewhere else where they have to pay a minimum wage that's like $2.33. That's good trivia. Only one ship. Yeah. I watch a lot of fucking YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. I watch I so much I would never know that. YouTube. Yeah. Well, that's how I'm doing all my cooking. I told you last week we talked about the cooking and you're not on Instagram, so I sent you a picture of my the Big Macs. Bur- yeah, yeah. Big Macs and onion rings from scratch. What kind of shakes did you make? Oh, uh, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh, nice. All right. Even even the detail there didn't just go chocolate or vanilla. No, you went, chocolate chip cookie. Went the yeah. extra mile. With some sprinkles in it. In the shake. That's elite. That's yeah. elite. When you did stadium meets for the milkshakes, which Yankee Stadium milkshake did you get? I'm writing my next uh, blog on, on the milkshake situation. I, I don't remember if you what, – what's the milkshake shake situation? So what I did was I basically – there are four shakes on the Yankee Stadium like dining guide. Okay. On the website. So I reached out to a bunch of, you know, a bunch of people I know that have never been to Yankee Stadium or tried one of them. It was just like, which one do you think looks the best based on the description? And I'd like to try one this year, God, God willing, if we can get there. I did um, two. So just looking for feedback. I did two on Stadium Meets. I was okay. I'm very drunk in the video, but I'll find it for you. I'll shoot it over to you. Okay. Because they're did, crazy looking. Yeah, I did one that had like a like cupcake on top of it. And I, I did like a vanilla one and a chocolate one. Did but you like, finish both of them? No. I never finished okay. anything from Stadium Meats except the Burrata Burger. I was – when we were at Hard Rock, we finished our meals. You didn't finish that burger? So that was like – that was brunch. Like that was – I was eating for the day. Then I filmed a bunch of other stuff where I just take like a bite. Because you got to keep in mind, I'm normally filming like four in a day. Like we were supposed to be there Saturday. I was going to film five things. Right, right. I yeah, can't yeah. eat five sandwiches. That's true. I would true. die. That's true. So I think my new thing is – so I've been – on Fridays, I try to do something like a little extra for dinner. Yeah. I just like that end of the week thing. So I think I'm going to live stream this Friday making dinner. Have you released what it is yet or – So my goal is – and this is all provided on like me being able to get what I need. I'm going to make – so I think off air, I might make like mashed potatoes or something to go with all this. But like that just takes too long. I'm going to, I believe in like a 45-minute period, I'm going to make um, tuna tartare, popovers, and steak. And I've wow. never made any of these before. I've never a lot cooked, of protein. I've never cooked a steak in my life. What? I've never, it just sounds like a daunting task. You've never grilled a steak or? or? I've never grilled until I lived in this house. I bought a barbecue, first time I ever grilled. And like I make wings. That's pretty much all I make. I can make a hot dog. Oh. I've made burgers. See, I'm the opposite. All I can really do is is grill. So I'm not going to grill though. I'm going to do it in a pan. So okay. I'm like setting up this whole thing where I will have two cameras and it'll go on – it'll be on like my Facebook. It'll be on YouTube and it'll be on Periscope and I will have two cameras. One will just be on my kitchen so it will always be on me. And I'll have another one that's just like on my counter for like whatever I'm doing. So you can see that. Mm-hmm. I'll just talk through it. And then like people can join me. So like you, I could send you a link. You click on the link and then you like you're on the show and we could just like talk. I'll like, see you there. Yeah. Like 
I just figure people are going to be at home. I can get like you in there. I get Andrew, Scott, like whoever, whoever wants to pop in for a little bit and just chop it up while I'm just in there, like trying to do this for the first time. I've just been watching a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, I bet. I basically on Mondays, I start planning my Friday dinner and then I just research a ton on it. Okay, so you spend the week kind of getting hyped up, getting in the mindset. Just like Monday yeah. because like the weekend's over. I can't get high until later in the day. So like – Need something to need something I, I to pass this, the time. Yeah, I got this baby. So like I've got to come – I've got to come over by you to go to Whole Foods to get like a good – Yes. Okay, let me know if you see if they have wine there. In Whole Foods? Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know. Let me know. The Target by us is great too. Yeah, I, I – well, you have the one uh, – That Target and- used to be a Whole Foods. In like 2007, I think that was a Whole Foods. Ah. And then the Whole Foods moved to like a bigger facility. To 22nd, yeah. The field – yo, there's – so by the by that Whole Foods, like there are two baseball fields and there are two batting cages. I mean the, the Little League has priority to them. But I was thinking about just getting a batting tee if all the Little Leagues are canceled and just go down there and take some swings this summer because it's just wide open. Yeah, that won't look creepy at all. You with just a janky haircut in a Little League batting cage by <laughs> Yankee <yourself>. fitted. Yeah. <laughs> no sleeves because you run hot. <laughs> well, but a hood, though. Yeah, that's how that's how you get arrested. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. But yeah, Michael, if I can get either su- sushi grade tu- uh, tuna, I will make uh, tuna tartare. While I'm doing it, so I'm gonna make the popover, mix up the popovers, get them in the oven, make the tuna tartare, then start doing the steak. The popover should come out as the steak's ready, and we'll see. Or it could all fall to shit, and that'd be funny as shit because I'll be live. And I bought a chef's jacket on uh, on Amazon. Did it come? Because I bought a ton of stuff on Amazon. It is supposed come. to get here Friday. We'll see. We'll see. Otherwise, I'll just t- be doing it in a hoodie. Like, whatever. <laughs> I've had terrible luck with Amazon. Do you think between now and the next time that we record, do you think another plan is going to get leaked? Do you think they're just going to sit on this? Like, what do you think the baseball big wigs are doing right now? Just being like, wow, that was stupid. No, I don't think they leak anything for a while. Okay. So you think this I is think, kind of it? Because this just, it went so poorly. Like, I think if there, it was like, oh man, they're close. Like, here's one hole. Like, people are, there is either. I am poking a hole in this entire thing, or there are people like you who are like, fuck yeah, see in Phoenix. That was actually, that was exactly my reaction. Yeah, like, that's it. It's either like, here's logic, or just like, here's blind faith. And there are a couple people who have been like, you know, don't you want baseball? It's like, yeah, I want baseball, and I want a plan, but I want a plan that's feasible. Like, what you're saying here just isn't feasible. I know it's not going to work. I think there's more people in the middle than you think. Like, I think there are a bunch of people like me that like parts of this plan, understand that parts of this plan are unrealistic, but think that they will find some middle ground at some point. I just want to hear like – all right. So like what would you have wanted them to say Here's today? the equivalent. So you ever been – I mean I know you got a girlfriend. I love Jamie. She works in a hospital. I thank her. I thank her before this for like you know going and doing what she does. But before that, you were single, right? Yeah. You ever been mm-hmm. drunk out at a bar and you're talking to a group of girls and you're drunk and your boys are drunk and the girls are drunk and then one of them's like – sucking the other one's thumb and it's just like oh i have like an oral fixation or like some dumb shit like that yeah. and you're just like oh well this isn't even fucking real because you went too far into stupid for this to be real like i've been in that situation i'm like oh well it'll just blow me in the bathroom because that's what you're trying to insinuate here but that's not real that's not a thing you're gonna do you're just trying to be attractive to me in a dumb way and that's what baseball did 
We're, interesting we'll analogy. We'll be there tomorrow. Like that's an interesting analogy. Now, yeah, it's, it's like a too good to be true type thing, or it's just so unrealistic that you that you can't even get into it, even though you want it. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I'd fucking love it, but like you know. In theory, like, yeah, in theory, I want a squirter, but I don't want to do all that fucking laundry. I, there are, le- but like, when is this what you about, thought you'd you- get when you signed up to do a baseball podcast? No, no, no not all these. Not all of them. Not all of them. But I don't know. People keep talking about all the people that you need to bring in there. And I think obviously you laid it, you laid it out. Okay. But there are a lot of people that are like, well, what about the peanut vendors? There ain't going to be any peanut vendors if there ain't any fans. No. So that's kind of my thing is I don't think there are as many people involved as, as the average person might think. Like when you eliminate the fans, you eliminate a lot of the other services and companies that need to be there. Yeah. No, but you also have to increase security because if i'm a terrorist that's fucking you got all these athletes in like one place very close to each other 10 minutes from each other you gotta think like world series games playoff games even just regular yankee games they got snipers on the roof and all this shit right 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 you know i'm just saying whenever you say oh there's a lot of fucking people in one like it's tough yeah, no, I think I, I do think and I think we're in agreement on this, that if there are that if there is any baseball, it will certainly be without fans for at least the beginning. Like, I don't see any way you can have, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, in our case, 50,000 fans in any gathering. And obviously that's why they're talking about these these spring training sites that are that are smaller. So it, it's clearly the case. But I'm telling you, and I'm not a terrorist, but if I was a terrorist, I'd be like, oh, they're going to have no fans. You know, that's a place to make an impact. It's the only thing that the whole country is watching. You got to yeah. think about this nah. stuff. My brother's an FBI agent for terrorism. See? I keep telling him we got to go on ripping runs. but He, he is? Run. Yeah. That's sick. Is he yeah. allowed to, like, tell you stuff or? Uh, after the fact. He's had okay. some, like, uh, highly publicized, like, arrests. Like, things that, like, yeah. you'd know. If I'm like, oh, like, I won't say it on here. But if I say you'd be like, holy shit, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, or sometimes like we'll have Sunday dinner, and he's like, "Yeah, I got a thing tomorrow," and I'm like, "What is it?" And he's like, "I can't <laughs> fucking tell you." I'm like, "All right, fine. Can I come?" <laughs> it's my birthday. Can I get what's the ride along situation at the FBI? <laughs> Kevin Hart. Yeah. Or uh, another thing, when you got an FBI agent brother, like every once in a while, like my series, like, dude, you see that email I got? <laughs> and he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, you're not the agent who checks my email? Like, you don't just get your own family?" <laughs> But then at the same time, I tell him, like, yeah, dude, you're a fucking federal employee. It's just a welfare check with an attendance policy. Did he start out as – do you just start out as a regular cop if you – No, like, he, was in, he was in the Air Force, which is uh, also okay. – I'm like, oh, would you play video games? <laughs> just degrading everything he does trying to help people. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. You got to – listen, he's a brother-in-law. You got to cut him down before he cuts you down. What am I just going to cut down? <laughs> Kid. Wait, did you say brother or brother-in-law? Brother-in-law. Oh. No, my, bro- okay. my brother does support at a Yeah, at I was going to say. Like, he I does tech he support. Was- <laughs> no. My fucking brother? Were you kidding me? If he was an FBI agent, we are fucked. <laughs> we are fucked, man. I, could I was send- like, do you have another brother? I could probably send him. I could make an email address right now and tell him I'm a Nigerian prince. I'll have his bank account before we're done this show. <laughs> oh, man. Listen. I think... 
I hope we have baseball. I don't think this is the plan. Who knows? Maybe they come back with like a revised plan. That's I'm, what I'm saying. This is a this is a stepping stone, like in any negotiation. So the first step, get something out there, get some feedback. Maybe we'll maybe before the next time we record, we'll see an updated plan. But this is like they're negotiating with the public, and this is like going into like a divorce negotiation. We're like, how about this? I take everything, and you take the debt. Like that's sure. like, yeah, no, that's, you're exactly right. It's going to take a while. You know, it's going to take a couple of weeks. But, I mean, you know, I think other reporters the same way that Sherman kind of leaked out of Vino's quote today. Like, I think you're going to see those kind of quotes trickle in Italian over the next couple of days. You're laughing because he's Italian from Brooklyn. That <laughs> guy in Brooklyn wants to leave his family. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? Tony as soon as I said him, As soon as I said him, I was like, ah, oh, he's going to make a Brooklyn joke. Well, hey, this has been fun. It's good. I like to talk to just someone else. Um, so it hey, really is like therapy. It is just to get like someone else to talk to. I've been doing these these mini episodes. I don't have ones done for the rest of the week, so we'll see. I still need a lady for Friday. I've emailed some people for Thursday. If I haven't gotten to you, you'll just be next. Um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll give a, another bad idea before next week. But we can debate that. Just give us something to talk about. Otherwise, like one of these, we're just gonna be fucking hammered on a Tuesday, or we're just gonna start randomly calling other Bronx pinstripes people just to see how they're doing. I think we're getting close to that. Luckily, we've gotten news like the day of the past two, yeah. which has been lucky. Which has been holding me off because I've also been like, why don't we just record on Sunday and do like a power hour and just get fucking wrecked and then like, yeah. there it is. It's out, you know? It really doesn't need to be, although I like that we're keeping a routine, but I mean, we could really do that. I mean, the day, since the days don't exist anywhere, we could do this any day. We could do whatever the fuck we want. Except go outside. <laughs> Except fucking anything we want to do. Oh, man. I honestly, I don't even know where, like, my jeans are. Like, I have no idea. If it, you've worn jeans or khaki pants over this time period, you're a psycho. It's got to be sweats and and basketball shorts. Keep in mind, I was on paternity leave for this for two weeks. So, like, I've had – I just haven't worn clothes. Like, I'm just – I wear the same. Do you have a favorite pair of gym shorts? Like, I'm sure you have, like, probably eight pairs of gym shorts. But do you have one, like, when it comes up in the rotation, you're like, fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. lounging, gotta, at, lounging at my best. Yep, white Nikes, uh, my favorite. Ballsy white for your favorite one. I would stain the shit out of it. I had white shorts like one time. It lasted like a day. <laughs> Just like, oh, that's barbecue sauce, maybe. All right. <laughs> well, listen, you can follow the show on Twitter and on Instagram at George's Box Pod. You can follow Nick on Twitter at NKirbyNYY. You can follow me at JJ from the Bronx on Twitter and on Instagram. On Friday, maybe around like 6 o'clock, I think my plan is to go live. It'll be on Periscope. So follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm gonna try to cook dinner and just like talk to people. Hopefully, Nick will join me. We'll try to get some other people and just fucking chop it up. I just literally chop it up. It's all we can do. Yeah. So, hey, um, I don't know when we'll see you. I know we won't see you in Arizona in May, but <laughs> at some point. For Nick's sanity, we'll see you at the parade. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.